and a whole new attitude to your afternoons. I mean, you know how it is, rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, wait, listen to those two clowns. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe action. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show! That's right, more exciting than a five-field gold Monday night football game. And we're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown Canton. 23 bone-grinding degrees. I got to tell you something. It might be 23 degrees outside, but that doesn't yeah. f- uh, factor in the wind chill. So it's got to be in the teens, don't you think? It sucks outside. Absolutely sucks. Yes, it sucks outside. Uh, I hate cold weather. You know me. Why I still live in Ohio, I have no idea. Um, but, hey. Yeah, got to bundle up. I, I'm getting the long johns out. I'm getting the uh, Under Armour, uh, you know, long underwear, whatever. I'm getting all this stuff out because Friday it's supposed to be, or excuse me, Thursday, like 49 in the daytime, but down in the 30s for kickoff between Maslin and Hoban at uh, Tom Benson. It is so cold outside right now that How the windows it? at the front door here at the radio station are frosted on the inside. Oh, oh man, chilly. Chilly, chilly, chilly. And you mentioned that Monday night game last night. Oh, my God. You talk about a yawn or a sleeper. Uh, We didn't have a a huge crowd last night. I think they knew that that game was going to suck. And, boy, did it live up to sucking. I mean, it was awful last night between Justin Fields and Joshua Dobbs. I got news for you. And, you know, Justin Fields, unfortunately, a former Buckeye. You look at a guy like that. You know who I saw last night? Sam Darnold. It's only a matter of time before maybe the Chicago Bears end up with a really high draft pick and maybe they go after another quarterback. Because the way he played last night, maybe moving the running back, I don't know, but he's not a great, accurate thrower. And we've seen this time and time again from guys that have played quarterback at the Ohio State University. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Um, He's not running as much because he doesn't want to get hurt. But what is his best trait? His running ability. Oh, he ran last night. Problem was, he fumbled every time he ran. Well, and and so he's not as effective when when they don't use him. Right? It was just such a boring. We were everybody was laughing at how bad Mm -hmm. the throws were. And maybe, hey, maybe Josh Dobbs wouldn't have helped the Browns after watching him play last night. One touchdown and four interceptions yesterday Mm -hmm. for Joshua Dobbs. So. Yeah, that was one of the worst Monday night games we've seen in a while. 12-10 winner. Wait. Oh, no. That's a loser for you. Yeah, I, I had uh, I had the Vikings oh, minus three. I lose. Man. I needed one oh. game to finish a 14 parlay, and I couldn't get it done. <laughs> thanks a lot, Vikings. Thanks, Frank. Yeah, school. Thanks, Josh Dobbs. Thanks, school. In your throwback uniforms. You're, I'm going to tell you how bad that game is. How bad? The Vikings go to a throwback uniform but did not change their helmets, only changed their face mask. That's oh, really? cheap. That's that's not good. No. And too bad they couldn't uh, go, you know, throwback with their performance when they were good and made it to four Super Bowls. So, somebody get uh, Fran Tarkett hit on speed dial. Because <laughs> Josh Dobbs ain't the answer. Game. Oh, my gosh, was that a boring Terrible. game. Yeah, it was. So, well, uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it just goes to show you that backup quarterback in the NFL right now is lousy. And maybe you take it a little bit further and say that quarterback play in the NFL isn't really that good the way we've seen in years past. And you can take a look at all your top-tier quarterbacks. And yeah. let's face it, man, 
We went through this how many years ago with Baker Mayfield? Oh, he's a top five, a top six quarterback. No, he's not. And then again, you look at the quarterbacks this year, and besides Patrick Mahomes and maybe Jalen Hurts and sometimes Brock Purdy and sometimes Dak Prescott, who else would you like? Tua. you got to throw Tua in there the way he's Don't playing Don't see him enough. Year. Okay. Fair. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll put – but, JT, I was just looking at the standings, right? AFC East, you've got Tua and you've got Josh Allen. Jets and Patriots quarterbacks stink. In the North, you've got uh, Lamar Jackson and we – Joe Burrow, right? And the Steelers quarterback stinks. And I don't know what to expect out of um, Deshaun Watson next year, right? I have no idea. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put him in in as a good quarterback. Jacksonville has sunshine, and that's about it in that division. Well, C.J. Stroud's coming on. Go back to Joe Burrow for a second. C.J. Stroud's a rookie. You don't know how he's going to respond a second year. Go back to Joe Burrow. He's got two devastating injuries yeah. In the first five, what has he been in the league? Four or five years now? Yeah. And I got news for you. The jury might be out moving forward on Joe Burrow. Wrist injury, knee injury. I mean, when you're throwing a football in the NFL, we know you need to have two good things. A good, strong throwing arm, whether it's your shoulder yeah. or it's your wrist. you got to be able to spin it, right? Now you got to have good legs, too. And if his knees aren't uh, up to snuff the way they were, who knows what this guy might resemble next year? Yeah, I mean, Kansas City's got the best in the league, right? In Patrick Mahomes, no mm-hmm. questions asked. Denver, Russell Wilson's at the end of his rope. The 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 Raiders suck. Um, the chart, a bear I, or Herbert? I'm sorry, it's not a bear. It's Herbert now. Terrible. Um, not good. Uh, he's regressed. Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott, good. Giants and Commanders suck. Uh, Lion, I'm sorry, I'm not a Jared Goff guy. I know they're 8-3. and three. They ain't winning anything with Jared Goff as their quarterback. Just not happening. Vikings, nobody. Packers, nobody. Bears, nobody. Falcons, nobody. Saints, nobody. Buccaneers, sorry, Baker, nobody. Panthers, for sure, nobody. 49ers, Purdy, okay. Mm-hmm. Geno, I'm not a believer in in Seattle. Old in, in L.A. with the Rams and nobody with right. the Cardinals. So if the starting quarterbacks aren't that good, guess what their backups are? Even worse. <laughs> I, I'm i not trying to be funny. I mean, I'm being totally serious. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're not good enough to start on those teams that have lousy quarterback Ooh. play, then the quarterback position right now is at an all-time low. Or defenses have finally caught up because of the fact that all the, all the penalties are geared towards the offense, making the offense better. But gone are the days where you had four or five quarterbacks throwing for 300 yards every Sunday. It doesn't happen anymore. Tom Brady was right. Mediocre play in the NFL. Uh, hey, who's the ar- how can you argue with the greatest to ever play the game? He's looking at it, and he's telling you what he's seeing, and uh, I'll, I'll take his viewpoint. I'll take his assessment over any uh, media member uh, that is on TV, mm-hmm. radio, mm-hmm. or the Internet. Sorry, and, and I agree with him. We just named the right. – I mean, what do you have, uh, eight good quarterbacks, arguably, if, in the entire league, and there's 32 teams? Yeah, but you just said good. We're looking for elite, and that's one of the reasons the, the Browns went out and spent all that money because yeah. they thought they were getting not only a franchise, they thought they were getting an elite quarterback. We haven't seen it yet. We don't know if we're going to see it moving forward. Uh, you know, it'd be one thing to look at a guy like Joe Burrow and say, he's an elite quarterback, and then have questions concerning his health moving forward. The difference with Deshaun Watson is we haven't seen what they've seen in Joe Burrow in Cincinnati yet with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. 
We've right. only heard how great he was when he was with the Texans. Hey, man, I got news for you. If we don't see what they had at, at, at Houston, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll set this team back how many years because of the draft picks and the, the money that you spent on him. Not only that, now you're going to start wondering what you're going to do with the salary cap because you, you've promised so much money to your starting quarterback. You gave a huge contract to your defensive end, and now what's going to happen is you're going ha- to see teams creep in, and then they're not going to be able to sign offensive linemen. Look at what you saw last night from the Minnesota Vikings. You dump all that money on Kirk Cousins. That line was terrible. No yeah. wonder their backup quarterback couldn't throw. And let's remember, Josh Dobbs only been in camp for about a month there. I'm looking at um, Deshaun Watson. In the games that he played this year, JT, okay, mm-hmm. maybe this was trending in the right direction, right? In the games that he played, the Browns went one, two, three, four, five and one. Mm-hmm. In the games that Deshaun Watson played, they were three and three okay. last year. Five and one this year. So he's played in 12 out of a possible 34 games right. only. And out of those and games, his combined Kenny, record's eight and four. Out of those games that he's won, you look at it and say, okay, we can pick maybe two and a half games that he really balled out in. One was a game against the Washington Commanders last year in the second yeah. half only. The other's a Tennessee game this year and maybe the last game before he got hurt. Yeah, the, um, I mean, Arizona, yeah. JT, he hasn't thrown for 300 yards yet mm-hmm. in a game. 289, I think, is his best against Tennessee, and that's one of the ones you mentioned right. that he balled out in. So, I mean, think, you spent $230 million, three first-round draft picks, right. and your early returns on Deshaun Watson are 12 out of 34 right. games played in. So how far does this set back this franchise? They don't Ooh. get it done this year because when you start to consider the fact that the salary cap comes into play, you start wondering – how long is it going to be until they can't afford to sign a high-priced offensive lineman? How long until the back end of our defense, somebody like a Grant Delpit needs to be re-signed and you got to let him go? Now all of a sudden, you weaken your defense, you weaken your offense. You don't know what you're going to get. Nick Chubby comes back healthy next year. There's no yeah. guarantees. With a devastating knee injury like that, that he'll ever be the same Nick Chubb that we saw before this last injury? Who knows? The bottom line here is, When you consider building a team now, we still want to build it from the inside out. We want offensive line and defensive line help, and that's why we see such a great defense in the Browns. But we also know we need a quarterback right now on a rookie deal. Look at the San Francisco 49ers. They're paying Brock Purdy about $800,000, maybe a little bit more, but they're able to go out and get a Christian McCaffrey, a Chase Young. Browns are going to be strapped financially. They're not going to be able to make moves Moving forward, I don't care who gives money back on the back end of their contract. How can you make this team better? I don't know. Yeah, great question. Great question. Hey, at least they're not the Carolina Panthers, right? Who just fired their coach and their general manager is trying to defend their decisions uh, at a 1-9 and nine record to draft the, the kid they drafted, Bryce Young, at quarterback instead of C.J. Stroud and all the other moves they made. But you might look at it and say you'd rather be in that position than what the Browns are in yeah. right now. Because remember, the Browns don't have any first-round picks coming their way. At least that's But you team... can still get a quarterback in a trade or free agency. Who's right? going to trade you? Who's going to trade you I and who know. do you want? Well, what I'm saying is I don't know. I'd rather draft a kid and get him ready, or try you to see if he that. can be ready. And you got rid of him, Baker Mayfield. Well, dude, we've tried to, since they've come back. It doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, this was the last gasp straw to try and go out and say, okay, we're all in. 
We're going we're gonna to sell the farm and go get our franchise quarterback. Well, so far it hasn't worked either. But then again, we're going to hold on to hope that maybe it will work. But I've got news for you. From what I've seen from this offensive line, I could maybe put part of that blame on Deshaun Watson's injury on this offensive line. The tackles have been not very good. One is always injured, right? And you're paying them a lot of money. The yes. other was a high draft pick who hasn't lived up to expectations. Then you went out and you paid the two guards uh, the highest amount of money, I think, at the time, right, uh, of any guard in the NFL, and they've regressed. And, and your center's average at best. So, yeah, you, you could I argue like that, that an offensive line was overrated. Uh, I disagree with the point. I like the center postage. He's playing fine, and your guards are good. Your tackles are lousy, period. Yeah, well, I, I think, uh, and I've seen Batonio get beat this year and Teller with penalties and get beat as well, not living up to the, the amount. Hey, if we're going to, you know, if you expect something from a player that either A, was uh, a first-round pick or a number one overall pick, or B, based on their salary, Kenny. then those two aren't living up to what they're getting Kenny, paid. of course they're going to get flagged. Of course they're going to make mistakes. They're trying to make up for the lack of tackle play. Somebody's got to make up the difference there. One of the reasons they ran the ball pretty well against Denver is two reasons. One, Denver's a lousy defense against run, and two, the interior of the offensive line, being the, the center and guards, are pretty good. But the problem is this. I don't even know the name of this left tackle right now. Uh, Owen Christian or something like that. I've never even heard of him. I have no idea who he is. Uh, here, I'm looking. Daryl Ryder just posted. Uh, this week's depth chart for the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. all right? And we have Daryl on every Thursday with us here on the Kenny and JT Show. Uh, listed as the starting left tackle mm-hmm. this week is Garen Christian Sr. There you That's go. That's his name. I'd rather have his kid. Or Garon? I'd, I'd rather have Junior. Is it Garon? Is it Garen? How do you pronounce his name? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Dewan Jones listed as the starting right tackle for this week. Garen Christian Sr., uh, is your left tackle. Uh, Mari Cooper listed as your starting wide receiver. That's good because uh, he had a rib injury this past week. So he's uh, you know number one uh, on the depth chart as far as wide receivers go. Uh, they have Dorian Thompson-Robinson in parentheses, uh, meaning, mm-hmm. well, and they don't even list on the active roster yet your guy, oh. Reno Flacco. I'd they like don't him. have him listed yet. Well, no, he's not he's, on there. It, it, he didn't even dress last week. I mean, this guy's getting a crash course in a Kevin Stefanski offense. You think you can just learn how to throw those flea flickers overnight? <laughs> no! He can't run the double reverse, no. so they can't play him. kidding me? <laughs> you need more bottle caps and a stick to draw that in the dirt first. You know, obviously the exchange didn't go how you wanted to go. Felt like we, we, there's things that we can do better on that play for sure. <laughs> give me, give me a magic marker. <laughs> Run the ball, Stefanski. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Hey. Even without Flacco, the play didn't work. So let's not run the play right. and let Flacco start at quarterback. He mm. can't be any. Here's why. Uh, addition by subtraction, right? He can't be any worse regardless of how many plays he knows or not. He can't be any worse than P.J. Walker, who's a turnover machine, right? And Dorian mm. Thompson-Robinson, who may be a career backup in the NFL if he's lucky. Boy, I don't know. Hey, you know, 
the wild card in all of that, what you just said, is Kevin Stefanski. If Kevin Stefanski wants to get Joe Flacco ready, what you do is you take that uh, Denny's menu of yeah. offensive plays and you scale it back to about 15 to 20 plays. Forget about 30. You get this guy as basic of an offense as you can figure out and say, here's what we're running. Let's go. Shouldn't I'm be that you. hard. No. But find, find out which plays you do well. There's like four of them. Uh, put that on that Denny's card yeah. and, and have Flacco run those yeah. four plays and yeah. see what happens. Go back to this offensive line. And, you know, Dewan Jones, God bless him, man. He's starting in a position where we didn't think he was maybe even going to be second or third string. I don't know. He ends up being your starter, but he's a fourth-round draft pick. We didn't even yeah. know if he was worthy of being a fourth-rounder. And now the way he's played, I mean, from what you've seen in Dewan Jones, and yeah. he's played admirably well. Would you consider today, if you were to throw him back into the draft, that he'd be a first or a second rounder? Yeah, I think if you were redrafting, he would be no no lower than a second round pick. Oh no, I I, I think so. I mean, based on you know the the pro football focus grades, he's done better than expected, especially with the way camp started, mm. where he was out of shape, and they were wondering if he even wanted to play football, and they challenged him, and he rose to the occasion, and now he's yeah. playing on a regular basis because Jack Conklin's shocker is hurt again. Hurt so again, I, and that's yeah. that's his mo. Right, I, he, he's always hurt, and yet they went out and paid him what fourteen million last year. I mean, yeah. you knew it was just a matter of time. I hate to say that. Uh, I hope the guy gets healthy and mm -hmm. uh, may maybe plays again next year. Maybe not. Who knows? You, you never like anybody to get hurt. But he, he's a walking injury waiting mm -hmm. to happen mm -hmm. each and every year. And his better days are behind him. So, yeah. uh, you know, hey, good draft pick, uh, you know, in the fourth round in Dewan Jones. That, that helped. You know, it helps make up for some of the other draft you know, picks you made in recent Look, man, years. if you can take a fourth rounder and make him a starter at right tackle, then it's no wonder you can get Garan, whatever his name is, Christian Sr., as your starting left tackle. I mean, if this guy's performing decently, you didn't hear his name too many times last week. I don't know if that means he wasn't beat or he just didn't hold anyone or he didn't uh, jump yeah. off sides. Does that mean that he played a good game? Probably not. The, these tackles have been decent at best and i think a lot of times when you're trying to be a pocket passer you look at these guys in the edge rushers at least dewan jones being a mountain of a man can at least get a hand on somebody like a tj watt push him outside a little bit and we throw a timing pattern other than that these quarterbacks have been running for their lives yeah well some of that in fairness to the o-line they haven't been good but some of that is their inability to read defenses, too, and, and get rid of the, the ball quickly. And, and that's the inexperience of DTR and a journeyman backup quarterback at best, and, and he's yeah. more of a practice squad quarterback in P.J. Walker. Right. Now, the good news is this. What? At 12 weeks in, going into week 13, the Browns are 7-4. and four. That's amazing right now. But when you consider the games and the teams remaining on the schedule with six games left, I just don't know how they can continue on the path that they're on uh, winning close games or being in close games because if you can't score points, and look, we already talked about offense and how lousy it's been in the league. Yeah. you got to be able to score some points, and especially on the road, and especially this week against the Rams, who we said the other day were about a five-point favorite. Now that line has gone down, but you're still a road dog. I don't care if it's three, three-and-a-half. You go out to L.A., you've got to figure out a way to score. 
Yeah. Points are hard to come by for the Browns. We told you early in the season, your best bet on the Browns is to bet the under every game they play. And guess what? You're going to win more times than you lose. I don't know if you can continue to go down that path because of the fact that now the injury bug is starting to hit the defense. Well, we're going to see how it affects Miles Garrett, right? Denver was able to score on this defense. They were able to run. Now, you can blame some of it on the altitude. I don't care. You can blame it on turnovers because when you give a team a short field on a double reverse flea flicker, that team's supposed to score at least three. Yeah, it's frustrating. It really is. Um, And Kevin Stefanski didn't help the offense this past week with throwing the ball 42 times Mm -hmm. with an average at best offensive line going against the worst run defense in the NFL. So uh, you've got to put some of the blame on Stefanski, some of it on um, Andrew Barry, and then some goes on the players. There's enough blame to go around all over the place, and yet they're still 7-4. and Go figure. When you've got six or seven or more starters that have been on the IR, what do you expect? I mean, to be 7-4 and is amazing. You're still considered as Coach of the Year candidate. You have to be. And with the exception of they lose out, you're, then you're definitely out of the running. But if you continue to run or if you continue to be about 500 ball from here on out, you're going to look at it and say, what would you expect them to do without Nick Chubb, without Deshaun Watson, without Jack Conklin, and others? Miles Garrett, who knows? I mean, you, you know Denzel is going to get hurt every year. You know Jack Conklin's going to get hit or hurt every year. You yeah. don't expect those guys to be out for the entire year, though. And the good yeah, news is that Denzel probably yeah. out for a couple of games, hopefully. Well, yeah, you, you hope that that's all it is, right? I mean, you hope that he, he's just, you know, gone for a few games and not for the rest of the season because, I mean, he was on the sidelines last week. I saw him in his hoodie or whatever, uh, you yeah. know, and, and that. So you hope that he's ready for this game in L.A. If not, then, hey, the toughest team they'll play from here on out is Jacksonville at home. So their schedule is beneficial to them, right? Well, Rams are average at best. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville's leading their division. Chicago stinks. Right. They, their offense is worse than Cleveland's. Uh, Houston is better than we They're expected good. them to be, right, with C.J. Stroud. Um, the Jets are awful, and Cincinnati has mailed it in. They're done sticking really fork in them. They're done. Yeah. 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 Houston's so, nice. Just, Houston is yeah. nice. So, uh, of the games remaining, how many are there? Uh, one, two, three, four, six left, mm-hmm. right? Seven and four record. So uh, loss at the Rams, loss with Jacksonville, beat Chicago, loss at Houston, beat New York, beat Cincinnati. Three and three. three. So they go uh, ten and seven, and we'll see if that's good enough for the playoffs. I don't know if it's good enough for the playoffs, but it might be good enough for me, considering everything this team's gone through this year. Okay. But. They don't have a a first-round pick next year to benefit from missing the playoffs and having that record. Well, you you can only try to figure out the salary cap going forward and see who you can afford to keep on this team or sign a free agency. Because let's remember, didn't have first-rounder last year either, but look how much better the defense got because they were able to sign guys on the defense. Uh, it's just frustrating when the, the hopes were so high when the season started. You didn't have to worry about off-the-field issues with Deshaun Watson, and you're thinking, hey, this team's going to challenge the Ravens no. and the Bengals for the AFC North title this year, and you get off to a decent start, and then, boom, the injury bug just wipes Kenny, out. I don't know how much of it is quarterback. I don't know how much of it is, is wide receiver. How many times have we on this show and everyone else in the nation says we need better help at wide receiver? Look at the receivers in our own conference. 
Bengals have better receivers. Steelers have better receivers. Yeah. They don't get the ball to them all the time. But so do the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. the receiver position is a weak one on this team outside of Amari Cooper. All right, let's do this. Let's switch gears when all we right. come back. We'll talk football, but a different kind of football. How about high school football? How about Thursday night Division II state championship game here on WHBC Maslin against Hoban? We're going to find out more about this year's version of the Hoban Knights from Ryan Isley, who's covered the team all season long. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.